Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fresh Takes Gaming, episode 35, the gaming podcast that brings you fresh takes on everything that's happening in the gaming industry, news, debacles, rumors, game impressions, etc. I am your host, Evan, and join with me is my co-host, Nick. Nick, how are you doing this evening? Doing fantastic. What's happening, everybody? It's been a busy week, man. Been a very busy uh, week. How has your week been? Uh, it's been pretty, pretty... <laughs> Pretty busy. Pretty busy. Well, we, <laughs> yeah. right. Well, when we when we last when we talked last week, um, you were uh, moving shop, and is that yeah. good to go? Still in progress. What's going it's on? It's not. That? Yeah, tomorrow I have to go in and finish up um, a little bit of drywall repair, like where we had screws and stuff in the walls. But sure, um, it's just some minor stuff, and then grab like one last load, and that's it. And then now I'm gonna have to like sort through everything, get everything put back together. So. <laughs> okay all right man well yeah could be worse it could be better <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah for sure man for sure how's everything going on your end how's the fam doing uh fam's doing good my child had decided yesterday evening to try some acrobatics off mommy and daddy's bed nice uh against our uh instruction of her telling her not to and she has since sprained her hand or wrist area so keeping an ace bandage around a four-year-old is trying and telling her not to put weight on it yeah so it's been a little it's been a little crazy in the house today it didn't Um, end in stitches though so that's good yeah there was no blood there's no stitches lots of tears um (laughs) of course right so there's that um i was in north carolina for work part of the week for Tuesday and Wednesday, so like the week was just kind of a blur to me, man. Big facts, hundred percent. Hey, tech, there's tech in over there. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I know. I was looking at Jen in the background. Overwatch. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, bless you, sir. Thank you. So that's it's kind of been the week for me, man. It's been uh, it's been a blur. But you know, it hasn't been a blur. <gasps> the gaming news. <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, i'm trying to keep up on all the, dude, all the headlines from all of our friends around the globe all of our friends we have so many friends so, so many, many friends from so many different news outlets bro so many <laughs> we'll touch we'll, we'll mention them i'm sure at some you know throughout the, oh, yeah. throughout the show oh, yeah. Um, but yeah um again this is fresh takes gaming podcast we're just gonna do some quick housekeeping um we have the 100 subscriber giveaway still going on Head over to our YouTube channel. So we hit 100 subscribers. We get that vanity link we so badly desire. So you can find us easier in the algorithm and not just random letters and numbers. Yeah. So to hit up our YouTube page, you just go to bit.ly slash watch FTG. Check out all the podcast episodes there and find the 100 subscriber giveaway video. We'll be giving away merchandise, Fresh Takes Gaming merchandise, Chubby Chow Coffee. If you like coffee, Chubby Chow's got you covered. Damn. And some um some game codes. So good all around giveaway. We just need to hit the hundred subscribers. That's all we're that's all we're trying to do. Yeah, we're not, right there. We're, not, we're not trying to hit just ten click. not ten K, not one million. Yeah. One hundred. One zero yeah, zero. Not fifty thousand likes. Nothing nothing right? crazy. So that's where we're at with that. Um that's going on, so please hit that up. Also, we have activated listener support on our anchor.fm page anchor.fm is the service we use to host this podcast uploaded you know every uh every week every other week and uh yeah it's pretty 
pretty awesome service and they have this uh, listener support thing going on where you can go in and for as little as a dollar support this podcast support the creators you like and the content you like by throwing uh, throwing us a buck or up to 10 bucks per month and guess what what we're coming out with tiered rewards for our anchor.fm supporters yeah is this why you wanted all those photos of me maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe so um that could be you know that's a high reward right there it's a high tier reward so calendar time could could be could be so we're working through the tiered rewards right now so um, we're working out what the one dollar you know um the one dollar supporters are going to get uh each month what the $5 supporters are going to get each month, what the $10 supporters are going to get each month. And then we're going to break out the rewards for consecutive months of support. You'll get an added perk or bonus or item or thing, whatever the case may be there that we decide to do. And we're going to put that all on our discord. So we'd love to have you on our discord. The link will be in the description of the video below and in the show notes. So come on, get active with us in our community. We'd love to have you and love to chat with you. And uh, yeah, so that's going to wrap up my rambling about all the housekeeping. And that'll lead us to what are you playing? I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop the ball so hard it's going to echo through space and time. Oh I have gosh. actually literally played nothing this week. Well, you've been a busy man, and that's completely understandable. <laughs> that is completely understandable, sir. Not even bonding. It's like nothing. Like nothing. Oh, man. No, no, no <laughs> microtransaction lottery. No, <laughs> no, 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 that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> no, I, uh, the person, ironically enough, the person I finally gave my accounts to, uh, I guess she has got them up and running, and she had some good stuff to say about it. So, Dark Kink, awesome. I'm glad that they're working for you. Good. Good deal. Um, truth be told, I haven't played a whole lot either. Um, again, oh. I, was, I, was, I was out of town two days this week um, and then trying to get show notes together and spend time with the family and stuff like that. So I've still been playing Apex, the new season on Apex, and I've also been Did playing... Did you unlock the new character? Uh, not the newest one. I unlocked one from the previous season, Loba, which is I'm trying to get used to. She's pretty cool. I like her. She has like this little like teleporty bracelet thing. Like she'll throw this bracelet and like once it lands, you have like a timer cooldown till it teleports you, or you can teleport earlier by clicking the mouse button or on a controller, probably A or X or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um and then she has a black market ultimate, which the recharge time on that is stupid fast. So basically what it does is you throw it down and your whole squad can run up to it and basically loot in a particular area. All the loot that's located in a particular area is at this market now. And what? you could like get your guns, your ammo refills, your med packs, all that stuff you need. And it, the, dude, the thing recharges stupid fast, stupid fast. So like your whole uh, squad. Yeah. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Been playing that with her. Um, also been jumping in some Paladins. It's kind of one of my classic fallback games that I like to play. And um, I think I mentioned that last last show. So just playing that a little bit. But I know, I know a lot of people have been playing um, some Godfall. 
which is a newer game, which looks pretty cool. Um, reviews have been meh, meh um, from the major news outlets, but then I've seen a lot of friends on Twitter that are like, I don't know what these guys are talking about. I'm having a blast playing it. So it's kind of one of those, mm-hmm. it seems like a very polarizing game right now. So between the critics who have rated it versus my friends who have you know played it and enjoyed it. So take that for what, what it's I think worth. is funny is that neither of us have played uh, Mahalo. Yeah, yeah, I dude, like, part of me, like, I want to, right? I really do, but part of me is is really hesitating because I enjoyed Odyssey so much. I don't want it to taint my ex- previous experience with Odyssey as an Assassin's Creed game if it ends up being disappointing. I I see what you're saying. I I don't know. I've heard a lot of people talk. Just nothing but good about it. So I'm kind of, I want to play it one because I I love the whole Viking War kind of deal and um everything that's about it. I really would love to super check it out. But um the part that has me Larry is the time thing because I too loved I loved Odyssey a mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. and I had to do all the stuff in Odyssey and that yeah. is that's some time. It is some time. And the thing, one, one of the criticisms I've heard about this game from, you know, YouTube reviews and stuff like that is they have you do like a lot of like mindless side grinding that has nothing to do to carry the story forward. So you're literally the one guy was like, you know, I'm playing pretty linearly, but I have to go do all this other rigmarole, whatever, to progress the story that has nothing to do with the story. And they're 60 hours in, and they still haven't rolled credits on it yet. Wow. Yeah, so I'm like, mm. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like they tried to do something with, a, you remember uh, in Odyssey where you, you're either helping out Sparta or Athens take yep. over the different cities? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they're trying to kind of like do something like that, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It just kind of expanded on that maybe a little too too far. A little bit. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but there's that. There's also a game called The Pathless that I'm really interested in. I, I want to buy it, but I haven't had a chance to yet. I think I may have mentioned it in the last podcast. Um, yeah. It's like... It's an, kind of an indie or... I don't know if it's really a big publisher. I can't remember the studio that's behind it, but it looks pretty cool. So if you get a chance, go on YouTube, check it out. The path list, like the art style looks cool. The mechanics look kind of cool, simple, simple, but cool. All right. Um, See, I'm going to hopefully be either getting the path list or Godfall at some point to play. I'm leaning more towards the path list, but we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, so that's what, that's what's kind of going on with me game wise. I haven't heard you talk about, uh, what was that multiplayer one that you were playing? Just, so much it was uh it was like a third party dev it was not it seemed like fortnite was jacking their stuff with the snowboard and the hand glider and stuff oh dude oh my god dude that's freaking ring of elysium ring of elysium that's what it was dude that game i love you know that was my battle royale of choice i know for like man like a you were, long you were about that. time dude like that and then was when we my went jam on break, i just didn't hear that was my jam. the the game pretty much like I, it's around 
but it's dead, man. Like the U.S. I try to get on the U.S. servers. Queue times like twenty minutes to find a match, and then trying to put together just even for solos, like just to put it together, like what is it, forty, sixty people, I think, to play. It's not happening. I don't got time like that to spend in a queue. So I try to hop over to the EU servers. And I can get in the match in like within 10 minutes, but the latency is so bad. Yeah. Because I'm on EU, connected to the EU server. It's just like, I'm, I don't even know I'm getting hit and then I'm dead, dead on the ground. Yeah. So. I finally registered. He's already pushing up days like yeah. two minutes ago. Exactly. So I'm just like, because ah, I, I still, the game still looks great, still plays great. But the the player base and, and the server queue times have killed it. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Because I actually installed it a couple weeks ago, played two matches, and I'm like, nope, I'm done. Because I had to connect to the EU service. I'm like, I can't do this. Can't do it. That sucks. It does. It does. Because yeah, it was I a fun game, that dude. That just in my head. Yeah, because I have a lot of clips on you on my YouTube channel, all sorts of stuff from from that game, dude. Like, I love that game. Yep. So good, but you know, it's it's, it's 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 the tale of of game development, right? Like, you can come out the gate hot, but then fizzle out because of a few missteps, and it's donezo. Yep. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, man? So, yeah. So that's that, man. We're gonna get into the news of the week. News of the week. I know we talked last week about the whole DMCA thing with uh, with Twitch, and we'll touch on that a little bit more. There's some more stuff that's come out. Um, but the latest thing, because apparently Twitch had their uh, their GlitchCon over the, the weekend, and some things came out of that that people are not like too keen on. <laughs> so <laughs> the first one uh, comes to us from our friends at The Verge. Man, good people. Love good those people. Verge peeps. Right, and it says Twitch is testing multiplayer ads that creators can use to make money. More ads, but this is actually kind of different. Maybe better. We'll see. So they're rolling out something called multiplayer ads in closed beta. The ads are triggered by streamers that all viewers watch. So currently, if you're watching a Twitch stream, the ads are basically targeted, right, based on Skynet. Facebook, yeah, whatever, right? Everything eavesdropping whatever on you. Whatever Intel Alexa has uh, gained. Right. So, um, so the streamer actually triggers the ads, and after one of these ads plays, creators can run a poll for their viewers that awards the streamer bits depending on how many viewers participate. And bits is Twitch's like in-stream currency you can purchase x amount of bits. Yep. So. The quote from a Twitch spokesperson is, In true Twitch spirit, we want our creators and fans to have the opportunity to experience everything together and support their favorite creators along the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, so, also, Twitch has been tinkering with ads a lot this year between just, well, like September and now. Um, the company has gone from testing unskippable mid-roll ads so they dude that that got me man i was that like that killed it for me i was watching someone play Warzone, right and they're in like final circle put putting in some work and then all of a sudden 
mid roll ad, like middle of the stream. I'm seeing something for I, I don't even remember now. I was like, are you kidding me? Old Naval. Oh, old yeah. Navy. <laughs> yeah, it could be old Navy ad, right? Go get your jeans. God damn it. <laughs> so, dude, it was ridiculous, man. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? And then also they did a thing where if you have an ad blocker installed, they would break it would they implement some stuff that would break that. Like, oh, you want to continue watching the stream and support your creator? Disable your ad blocker. And you couldn't get around it, basically. Can't stand it. Dude, so. So that but this one. Um I don't know, man. So let's see if the so these new ads will benefit creators more directly, presumably at higher rates than traditional targeted ads. Um, okay, we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. Like, that's how come I got into streaming or watch streaming or any of that. Like, why I do YouTube, why I do anything with streams is because I don't want the fucking ads. I already pay for service. I don't want the, the, the damn commercials. Like, I don't. I, right. I despise it. It pisses me off and takes me to a dark place. So if Twitch is going that route, I'm going to watch even less than I do now. And I'm like, I'm all good. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I feel you, man. I feel you on that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like that they're putting the control in the streamer's hands. Yeah. That's nice. Um, but it's still like... And I like the fact that it's not targeted, like the streamer gets to choose what everybody yeah. sees. So there's some there's some pl- perks there, right? Um, yeah, I think I mean, it's 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 a minor step in the right direction. I guess you could go the route of, because um, there's times where you got to go like take favorite a game or, or go to favorite smoke. Game. Yeah, favorite game right favorite there. Game that, that haunts my nightmares. <laughs> um, but there's a I, there are times that you gotta take a break during a stream, right? Sure, sure. If you go and take a pee break, so and go get a drink, roll the ad. Yeah, maybe that's when you tell people like, "Hey, man, like just to kind of support the channel, I'm gonna roll the ad while I go grab something right. to snack. Feel free to mute if you want to, like whatevs, man." But right. So like, uh, you, know, you, you could you could time it instead of having like a, a be right back, you know, screen up in OBS. Yep. You just hit the ad and run out real quick, take a leak, whatever. So maybe yeah, so, could yeah, be something. I, I don't know. I guess you could do double devil's act, but with that, right? Break it up a little bit. Sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what's going on there. And segue more Twitch coming from our friends at Dexerto. I think that's how you Dexerto, pronounce it. Dexerto, man, I haven't talked to those dudes in age. What's right? up? Right. I mean, our boy Michael Michael G William Michael. or Michael Gwilliam, as some people Michael, call him in the business. Williams, you know. Yeah, MG <laughs> MG for short. Yeah. Right. So, this article states, Twitch's DMCA rules, as we touched on last week, the DMCA apocalypse, uh, Twitch's DMCA rules are completely ruining in real life streams. That's a good game. That's a damn good game. Right? Persia? Mm-hmm. Right there. Audio listeners, I have a uh, rotating wallpaper of video games going on one of my displays in the background. So when I said, that's your favorite game to Nick earlier, it was pointing to Cuphead. And then we just had Prince of Persia 1, and that, that was my jam right there on Xbox 360, or Xbox One. Uh, Sura, right? Asura's Wrath, man. That game was my jam. Love that game. Um, but anyway, back to Twitch's DMC eroding in real life streams, y'all. 
So um, basically it says Twitch has been under fire for weeks now. More streamers fall victim to DMCA takedowns resulting in suspensions from the platform. Yes, we know that. Um, so while Twitch streamers, while Twitch advised streamers to stop playing licensed music while broadcasting, they even went as far as to suggest muting gameplay if music is being played. Mentioned that last week. Yeah. They put out some tweets. Oh, we'll just turn off the game audio if your game allows it. So with all these warnings and stuff, so even real life streamers are feeling the heat. In fact, some broadcasts are being ruined because they're afraid of getting hit with by DMCA strikes if music plays in the background. Case in point, we had Twitch star NM Nimp Lol. That's what I'm going to say, Nimp Lol, was shopping at a Whole Foods, but had an epiphany before he could even buy anything. He said, oh my god, he realized there's music in the ceiling. <laughs> it's in the ceiling, man. It's in the ceiling. Um, yeah, so... Uh, someone else chimed in and started wondering if this meant they had to leave the building, and he said, I think we do. So the two ended up leaving the store and putting the stream on pause. Once outside, Nimplol dug into the issues with streaming now. It might be Gigi's, this is a quote, it might be Gigi's with the music, he sighed, unless we go outside like hiking or something, but when it comes to going any place, I say we wait a couple months until this DMCA stuff gets resolved or something changes, really. Yep. Yep, so... Um, and then another streamer, uh, Jake and Bake, posted a tweet about his copyright takedown strike that he received. <laughs> he says, this is a 30 second clip from two and a half years ago. It was from an outdoor in real life stream. I probably passed by a shop or was in a place that was playing the song in the background. I'm now in danger of losing everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, Jake and Bake said he's in danger of losing his channel because a Kanye West song played when he passed by a shop or is in a place that was playing the song in, a, in the background. Goddamn Kanye strikes again. Kanye, man. <laughs> ah, Twitch, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just. Yeah, I don't know if there's just, any easy way around this. Like, I. There's a lot of implications that are there that are scary. We talked about that last week, but um, like I really do hope there's some kind of resolution that is, is some kind of middle ground where all parties can be satisfied. Right. So with in real life streams, right? Mm -hmm. You have no control over what is playing at a store or outside in like outdoor dining area, seating area, or anything yep. like that. So it from Normal, not for for non in real life streamers, right? People that sit down, game stream stuff like that, and are like deliberately queuing up their the music they have in their Spotify or whatever playlist and playing that. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's different than an in real yep. life streamer that's just happenstance walking, walking by and gets or something. right. Yep. So I feel I kind of feel I feel more for the in real life streamers that are gonna hit with this than the regular content creators that are sitting down gaming and stuff like that and just deliberately yeah. playing it because there's intent, right? There is no intent. Yeah. Bondies in real life streamers are just I'm going grocery shopping and I'm gonna stream it, mm -hmm. right? So no, I agree. Look. Not a good look, but you know what is a good look? You can buy your affiliate status on Twitch now. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Sweet. What is it for affiliate now? Is it 50 it's or 100? 50 followers. 
uh, this is in a 30 day period. It's 50 followers, um, three concurrent viewers in, during your, your stream time for the, those 30 days. And then uh, there's some other ones too, some other little metrics. You have to stream for like X amount of hours in the month and X amount of days in the month. Okay. Or I could pay. Or <laughs> come on down to uh, buy one, get one Twitch affiliate. No. <laughs> so apparently this is all coming around This from Kotaku article. Um, Monster, Monster Cat. Monster Cat, which is the radio. Monster Cat Music Radio outlined a new program in a post on its website. If streamers subscribe to Monster Cat Gold for $5 per month, they now gain access not only to the library of songs they can play during their streams, but also to Twitch affiliate status. So you pay five bucks to get music you can play on your stream from Monster Cat, and you basically buy your access to now earn money on Twitch to monetize yourself on Twitch as an affiliate rather than earning it. Mm-hmm. Um, full disclosure. I do stream on Twitch here and there. It's not a set schedule thing for me. I have yet to hit affiliate status. I have the followers, but I do not have the concurrent viewers. That's okay. Cause I sure as hell I'm going to pay for, pay for it. <laughs> I don't work. Right. I, some people, this might be attractive to them. I don't see how, because you're basically paying to be monetized for a community you don't have to mon- that's that's there to monetize you. Right? Like you're paying for affiliate status. Okay, I got affiliate status. People can subscribe to me. But you haven't built the community over the grind or the hall yep. to have people in your stream too that want to subscribe and monetize, help you make mm-hmm. money. So agreed. I think it's just an empty it's it's empty. It's it's a cat I think it's a cash grab. It's empty. I think it's I, it's just bad, man. Just bad. Just doesn't does not feel good to me. But some people may want that. Maybe they do. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe they'll have a you know a very devout following of like ten people, you know, and cool. Yep. And those ten people want to subscribe to them each month. Okay, cool. Maybe that maybe it's for those folks, right? Yeah. No. Maybe it's more for the monster cat kind of access. Maybe. Maybe. Hard to say. I don't know. Um, so right oh, here helps if I, I read a little bit further. So before this year, the only way to become an affiliate was to unlock it by having at least 50 followers, 500 total minutes broadcast time, an average of three or more concurrent viewers, which I was right on, and streaming on seven different days. Okay. In a 30-day window. Yeah. But I guess... <laughs> <clears throat> I guess this all like being an affiliate is great. You can monetize on Twitch and stuff, but with everything going on right now, like, is this the platform you really want to be on? Like, yeah, right? they're the only game in town. But let's let's be fair, the only game in town aside from YouTube streaming. Is which... Periscope still up? Is that still a thing? Periscope. Well, oh you got God. Facebook gaming. Facebook gaming is a little bit bigger. But everybody hates Facebook. Like every, but everybody still has an account. Like you're 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 100% right. It's crazy, right? Like it's the one thing fighting. everybody has but they hate it. 
but they don't go to it to watch game streams. They go to it to see their friends post and pics of their kids or family members or stuff like that. Like when I go to, to Facebook app on my phone, which is not too often, I, I, gaming is not on my mind. Like I don't know, like I Facebook and gaming. I'm just like, yeah. I I I get it. Just because we don't prescribe to it doesn't mean that it's a valid source. It's not a valid source. I don't either. I despise Facebook. I hate being on it, but my company's on it. That's where you get a lot of my business from. <laughs> I can't, I can't no, sure, it. sure. No, yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's still viable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, you're right. I mean. <laughs> Anyways, I've, anyways, I've, well, so, yeah, like I, I've I, struggled. I don't know. I've struggled with the whole Facebook thing with making a page for the podcast on there, right? Because it's like, I don't want to do it. But my friend, my a friend of mine, um, uh, who's starting his own business, um, and getting the groundwork's going on that. Uh, shout out to my buddy Jonathan, starting creator cause creators Cosmos. Yeah, I was talking awesome. to him today. And uh, it's it's all about content creation and the gear content creators need. He's trying to, anyway, he's trying to build a business that caters to that. So he's like, hey, man, have you made the Facebook page yet? I was like, oh, God, I don't want to, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I know I, I probably need the to. I know I probably need to, right? So there's that. Um, but yeah, so there's YouTube. Um, YouTube, I don't really... YouTube is confusing. Periscope yeah, Periscope I haven't heard for in forever. Or Snapchat and started doing a lot of live stuff too. Same with Insta. Yeah, but and I just I don't see like I see that being like IRL streaming or, or yeah, sure, um, that kind of stuff. You know, like lifestyle stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, just don't, I don't know if there. I don't know. I'm not saying that there is. I'm just saying I don't know if there'd really be a gaming market there. Mm hmm. True. Know. Yeah. Anyway, but the, we got off topic there. Imagine that. Yep. So you can, <laughs> buy, you can <laughs> buy affiliate status now with your Monster Cat Gold subscription. Um. Right. But yeah. So moving on. Speaking of buying things and streaming things, terrible segue. I got nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fortnite is getting in-game video chat. So this is kind of interesting to me. Um, yeah, I didn't know this until I read it, but apparently Epic um, acquired a video chat app called House Party last year. I didn't even know that happened. Okay. So I've heard of House Party before during the whole like COVID boom. Like people were like, oh, use House Party for your video calls, whatever, whatever you know, like Zoom and all that other shit. Didn't know Epic Bottom. And now Epic is implementing basically house party in game. Fortnite. So when you squat up, you and your buddies, you know, look like the Brady Bunch. With all this crazy stuff. This comes just from The Verge. So uh, the feature is powered by House Party, a chat app that Epic acquired last year. 
In order to utilize it, you'll need to link your Epic in House Party account. So don't have a House Party. Blah, blah, blah. Words are hard. I do not have a House Party account, so won't be using that. Uh, you can enable a Fortnite mode in the app. When this happens, you can create a party of friends, and their live feeds will be displayed on the left-hand side of the screen as you play the game. You can party up to 10 people in the app, though only four will appear in Fortnite. So this means you'll need a few pieces of hardware to make things work. In addition to a PC or PlayStation for the game itself, you also need to have a house party. You also need to have house party running on an iOS or Android device to serve as your camera. It may sound a bit clunky, but Epic's house party users are already doing it, and this is simply an attempt to streamline the process. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not cool. I'm not. Yeah, I'm no. Not, it, so, not, it sounds like a. Horrible, horrible idea. We already get in enough trouble with just being able to do text chats and voice chats to each other in game. It sounds like the beginnings of Omega meets Fortnite. That's hilarious. That's too funny, dude. Omega. There's going to be a ton of just naked, drunk gamer dudes. Just. No, I'm good. I'm so good. I don't play the fucking game anyways, and I'm glad I don't play it now. Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts. But you know what? Let's shine a bright spot on 2024 a second. Because we are big fans of marketing and gimmicks and smart things. Yep. Yep. That's been, that's been you know, pretty much cemented on this show. So. Mm-hmm. Bud Light. Our friends at Bud Light. Oh, Buddy D. Oh, Buddy D. <laughs> made a video con- game console that also cools two beers. And I kind of want one. Yep. It's fantastic. This, this, this comes to us from the, our friends at The Verge. Um, Verge, man. Damn, yeah. So. Excuse me. Remind <laughs> me, what's the, name of the, what's the name of this amazing hardware? So Anheuser-Busch created a video game console called the BL6. It has 16 gigabytes of memory and six games, including including Tekken 7 and Soul Calibur 6. It has a built-in Asus projector. It has the form factor of a six-pack of beer. It looks amazing. If you all could, you know what, I'm going to drag this over for a second. My camera's going to be all what is it? crazy. What? BL6. So just so that our video viewers on YouTube can see this, I'm dragging this over. Look at this. Right there. Hold it up myself. Look at this going over my face. BL6. There it is. Over I put it half on my cozy, face. Half projector, half that. gaming. That console. looks amazing. I so want this in my life. So yeah. And I mean it's playing pretty aggressive titles, man. Like yeah, I was. Soul Calibur Six, Tekken Seven. Um, it's <laughs> impressive that it's a little, little six pack looking deal. Yeah, and of course, guys, is all huh? yeah it has a built in Asus projector. I mean, you just grab your six pack and, and go. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's I'm I'm kind of not mad at that. I I kind of like this. I kind of like this yeah. a lot. But I'm looking. You can't you can't find it anywhere, but it's going for auction for a thousand dollars. 
<laughs> the uh, the writer of the article says, beer companies, if you're reading this, please make more dumb stuff like this. It's good for morale. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I totally feel that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have your, you just plop it down, it projects oh, yeah, on the wall. Entrepreneur, it's in PC Magazine. Dude, it's all over the place, man. This is amazing. I'm just trying to find the price for some of the thing. Well, you can't get it. It's you can only find it for auction now for a thousand bucks. So you plop it down, you know, house party. I got my projector, got my games. Okay, so, okay, wait, 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 wait. I found, I found a ditty. Okay. Since Bud Light indeed plans to sell a small number of these systems as charity auctions on shopbeergear.com. So yeah, it looks like it's all auction. Six of them. There's a six pack and six packs. Isn't that right? Mm. No, it's a small number, so it's not exact. So cool. That's cool. I don't drink anymore, but if I did. Yeah, that'd be it. <laughs> that'd, be that'd, that'd, that'd be the ticket right there, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like always, or if you want to take a, see what the picture of this looks like, uh, it'll be in the show notes, which will be in the uh, description of the video below, and also on the uh, notes on the actual audio podcast as well. So definitely go check that out. It's it's good. It's a feel good thing to see for 2020 for sure. Um, but you know what else is a feel good thing? I'm I'm lying. It's not a feel good thing. Yeah, it's about to be like, uh, opium. Yeah. Um, a wild designer quits after 13 years. Says he's unhappy with the state of the game. This comes to us from PC Gamer. PC Gamer. Yeah. So, uh, game designer Chris Kaleki was an employee of Blizzard for 13 years, and in that time he worked on World of Warcraft PvP, class design, and its Ashran Zone, among others. He's been there so long, he's got two characters and an item named after him in the game. Damn. Yeah. So that's an achievement right there. But this year, he left Blizzard, and in a 15-minute video posted on YouTube, there's a link to that, obviously, in the article, he explains why. And here's a quote. For a while now, probably too long, I've just been unhappy with, unhappy with the state of the game. Noting that the addition of Classic highlighted the differences between its vision and that of the modern game, which he describes as... A little muddled. <laughs> a little muddled. An example he gives is the changing importance of guilds. I think in Classic WoW, the guilds, the guild's a big deal, he says. To do anything at endgame, you really need to be in a guild. What this does is it creates interdependence among players where they really need each other in order to be successful. And I think this can feel really restrictive at times, but ultimately what it really does is it creates cohesion, it creates community. I agree with that. I, I played well. I don't know if you ever played well, but for a while I didn't. I, well, I played. I played. Uh, I played Warcraft two. Okay, which was uh, RTS, but I never played World of Warcraft. So I had a just for the record, I hate most games that fucking make me go into a guild. I go solo almost every game I play. One man wolf pack. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Team Lobo over here. No, I just I I don't. I don't know. I've just never been into the guild hype stuff. Like, uh, what what was that one game? Uh, Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monster Hunter. They they try to push you into to doing group and and yeah. kind of like all that shit. Beat the whole damn game by myself. It took forever. 
to grind that gear in order not to get my ass kicked every two seconds. Well, well good and for a plethora you. of potions, but I, I really don't. Okay. And just don't gel with other people too much. I don't know. Hey, I, no. I, I feel you, man. I feel you. I'm I, salty. I see that. <laughs> I see. I see so much salt right now. Pour some salt out for our homie right here. Um, so I, play, I played World of Warcraft for many years. I was kind of addicted to it. Obviously, this took place before marriage, and I was a single man. Um, and I had to stop because I was, I was spending so many hours locked in that game. But yeah, the guild was an important thing because you want to do end game content and, and raids and stuff like that to really raids get that good like that. gear. Yeah, you needed to be in a guild pretty much. So yeah, you had the numbers to pull in. Like there'd be 20 mans, 40 mans, you know. Yeah. So you, you needed that roster, really. Anytime but... I talk about break guilds and raids and anything like that with um, uh, Warcraft, I always think about Leroy. I love I mean, that clip. That shit makes me laugh every time. It's classic, man. You can't, I mean, it is. It's, it's fantastic. God damn it, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically it says, in reducing the importance of guilds for the sake of those who want to experience WoW solo or don't want to have a deal to deal with bossy guild leaders, a focus on players has been lost, he argues, and replaced by a focus on NPCs and their story. Quote, Warcraft and WoW has has always had a story, he says, but lately I think in modern in the modern game, the story is just a bigger part of it. The characters and all their own dramas really soak up a lot of air in the game, whereas I think in a virtual world, in an MMO, really the players are the story. Well, I can see both. And, I don't know, just because I'm not a, a fan of that stuff, it's... I have been in guilds that are really awesome, like that one that I was playing on um, Age of Z Origins. Like mm -hmm. That was a guild-based game, and that was a lot of fun. I went off and made my own guild and was doing my own thing, and that was right. fun. But I don't know. It just it's it, it's like it's like being in a team on Fortnite to me. Okay. I land, and I expect that we're all going to work towards you know trying to help each other out and divvy up gear that we find and that is not the case really happens everybody that way. tries to it's like trying to play fuck your buddy while trying to fight another team and i just <laughs> i can't do it man i hate that shit so much we lost well no shit oh maybe if you'd have gotten let me get some of the bandages like i don't know anytime we i would have been able to heal up a little bit you dick so i don't know it's just Tell me how you really feel about Fortnite. I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not, it's not just Fortnite. But it's it's any, all, yeah. Yeah, any FPS team-based game is like that. And I don't know why. Like, I understand the importance of team, and I think that's just because I'm older. Yeah. Like, instead of two people being super amazing, if we balance out the gear across everybody, we'd have a better chance. Like, I don't know. That's just, like, common, common sense to me. <laughs> but... That's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. You steer clear of it. That is, <laughs> that's fair. Go back to Minecraft. Fuck you guys. <laughs> right. 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 So we've talked about Dark Souls and Demon Souls and that that whole thing. We we touched on it last last week. Dark Souls looks beautiful, by the way. Yeah, the new oh Demon Souls. Yeah, the new Demon Souls looks yeah, Demon Souls, sorry, beautiful Demon Souls. on the PS5. Gorgeous. But did you know? It almost had an easy mode added to it. 
I might have played it then. <laughs> yeah, but that kind of yeah. makes it not a, a Souls game at that a, point. A Souls game. That that is that is that is like part of of the experience. The experience. Yeah. yeah. So just crying yourself to sleep with tears of blood. Yeah. Well, I get it. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> So apparently, uh, despite the season mode being discussed internally by the team, this comes to us from IGN also. Also, by the way, is what I meant. IGN, by the way, because we haven't had another article from them yet. So despite being discussed internally by the team, it was ultimately something the developer decided not to further pursue, and that's why an easy mode or anything resembling an easy mode is not present in the game today. Quote, the project remakes the work of another development team. While we've made some changes, our core driving mantra has always been to preserve the spirit and intent of the original creators. While we considered and discussed an easy mode, we ultimately decided it wasn't our place, merely being custodians for this amazing game. To add something that would fundamentally alter its balance. I agree with that. I respect that. So that's the developers doing the remake saying, we have mad respect for the folks that made the original. We're not going to futz with that. And I respect that. Yeah, it's I cool. wish I wish Hollywood would would take a couple cues and with some of the you IPs so that I grew up. With. Yeah, <laughs> basically, basically. Yeah, yeah. So we're about to break it down, man. I'm I'm cutting two other minor stories out. We're not going to touch them because it's not really not really big stuff. Because we have bigger fish to fry, and that is the Game Awards nominees. Game Awards nominees. Every year, the Game Awards happen. And they give out awards. And we've done this before. I think back in the home cheese was 2018, maybe? I don't know, man. Yeah. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, in full disclosure, Nick and I have not played every game on this list in all the categories. So, our picks, yeah. and we're not going to go through every category, but our picks for a particular category may only be because we played one game out of that category and we liked it. Yeah. So take our take our opinions with a heavy grain of salt because, one, we haven't played every game on this list in every category, and two, well, we didn't have the money to buy every game on this list in every category. <laughs> Just make it a rain. Just... Big facts, right? Just keep keeping it fresh. That's what we do. Keep it fresh. (laughs) We got mouths to feed. Yeah. Right? So let's start. Let's start. We'll get to our game. We'll we'll, we'll work at... Start at the bottom of this list and work away at the top, ending it with game of the year. So at the bottom. Okay. Uh, best esports host, don't care, not doing it. Best esports event, don't care, not doing it. Best esports team. Sorry, we're not an esports podcast for gaming. Sorry, there's plenty of those out there. We yeah, don't really follow sorry. esports. Sorry, guys. I know there's a lot. big fan base out there for esports. I love you all dearly, but I don't follow it. Nick doesn't follow it. No. So we're not, we can't, we're just saying we don't yeah, care. We don't care because we can't give you an honest opinion and do no. a correct, you know, due diligence on this. So gonna skip over the esports um best esports game might be able to touch on this because they have call of duty modern warfare counter-strike global offensive fortnite league of legends and valorant see i i'm i would i would probably go for low league of legends mm-hmm. um because that 
That's huge. Like figuring out how to play that game has always impressed me. Um, I try. People that put in the time in order to to learn what characters work with what, and yeah. like learning how all that kind of works, like being able to in a fraction of a second decide how their DPS is going to rate with their team and stuff. Like I, I think that's amazing. Oh yeah. Um, it's so many people to pick from. I think Counter Strike just it's been around so long with that engine. I. It's pure skill to play that game. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards is Counter-Strike because that that is like you have to have like Twitch reflex quick scoping down like. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I can't hang in that game. So we're going to go with Counter-Strike. We want to give it to Counter-Strike or pick Counter-Strike? No, give it to Counter-Strike. All right. All right. Um, Content creator of the year presented by Adobe. Because hashtag sponsored by Adobe, apparently the Game Awards are, or this category. So we have Valkyrie, J. Ann Lopez, Tim the Tatman, Nick Merckx, and Alana Pierce. Um, I I've don't some watch. Uh, yeah, I, I've watched three out of these five people. Um, yeah. And I like Alana Pierce. Um, because she, in the in the YouTube videos and stuff I've I've watched, I haven't really caught her streams. I'm just merely going off YouTube stuff and vods, you know, more more often than not. Um, she's she seems very genuine to me. Um, now granted, she came from games industry, media, before she kind yeah. of branched out and kind of like started doing her own thing with content creation. Um, so she has a lot of insight, which is really good. Because from working in the games industry for so long, so with me and I like Tim the Tatman, but Tim the Tatman, like I haven't watched enough of his content to really say, yeah, what it's, it is. Yeah, that's where I'm at. It's, I don't have a fun in this. If, yeah, if I mean, if I had to pick one, it's probably gonna be Alana. That's just nice. And she's Australian. If they would have put bonus points for the there, accent. I'd, I'd, I'd for <laughs> there you go. Best best debut game. Um. We're not going to touch on that because uh, we I have not played any of them. Um, a lot of people I see playing Phasmophobia, but oh yeah, I've heard nothing but horror stories of that game. Yeah, in a good way. In a good yeah. way, it's doing yeah, yeah. its job. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, best multiplayer game: Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty: Warzone, Fall Guys, and Valorant. Ooh. Me. Whoopsie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I thought I had that silenced. Oh, gosh. So, I would probably say Among Us or Fall Guys. Just about so, mine was going to be Fall Guys. So, uh, yeah. sorry about that, guys. I, As you may or may not know, I'm diabetic, and I have an insulin pump, and it got angry at me for a second. So, that's what that was. Pardon the intrusion of the alarm going off. Everything is just dandy, though. It's just persnickety at times. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, focus because to me it was a breath of fresh air for all the, from all the other FPS type multiplayer games and just like, yeah, it's just fun. It's just it's fun. Mindless. It's just fun, mindless fun, right? So, yep. Um, best sports or racing game. I don't play sports games or racing games much, so can't really speak to that. Um, skipping over that. Best Family Game, Animal Crossing, Crash Bandicoot 4, Fall Guys, 
Mario Kart Live, Minecraft Dungeons, or Paper Mario? Ooh. I know my pick. I'd probably still go with Fall Guys. So okay. I can play that with my 8-year-old or my 13-year-old or my old lady. I just have a good time. This is true. This is true. So when we're thinking about family game, I guess I will have to give the fall guys. I was initially going for Minecraft Dungeons, but I think it's damn hard, man. I played that by myself, right? I've played Fall Guys with my daughter, so Mm -hmm. um, so that means family game. So Fall Guys, yep, for that one. Um, didn't play any fighting games. Best role playing game: Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact. Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. I would say Yakuza Like a Dragon. And the only reason I'm picking that over Final Fantasy 7 mm-hmm. is how they marketed 7. Because instead of putting out that it was going to kind of be an episodic deal, they were going to portray it that it was going to be the whole game. Mm-hmm. So when stuff kind of stopped at their Midgar, it really turned off a lot of the fans. They kind of fucked a lot of their fans. And I I can't get behind that. So facts. Okay. I can I can respect that. Um for me, Genshin Impact. Really? Yeah. It's it's basically free to play Breath of the Wild. And I, I'm I'm on board with that. And I've enjoyed playing it so far. So um I need to hop back into it, but I have enjoyed it. For a free to play game Big fan. Nice. Okay. Best action adventure game. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ghost of Tsushima. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. The Last of Us Part 2. Hmm. I'm torn between two of those. I think it's those. weird to put Valhalla in there. Valhalla just... It, 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 yeah, it hit that deadline. Like they have a deadline for it, and it just hit that deadline. Interesting. Yep. Um, see, I would say Jedi: The Fallen Order. I think is cool because it's actually a Star Wars game that isn't a money grubber. And mm-hmm. uh, what was the last one? What was the last one again? I'm sorry. Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2 is pretty awesome. It's a pretty amazing game. Like The stuff they did with the story also kind of works in magic, so mm-hmm. without getting all spoilery. So right. I don't know. I'd go with Last of Us Part 2. Okay. I didn't play Last of Us Part 2, so I'm going to go with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Because yeah. that was... I still haven't beat it, but what I've played of it so far, man, I'm just like, fun, good adventure game, a nice level of difficulty, right? It doesn't like put you in on like easy mode. Yep, less than platform yeah. stuff. Yep. So, your last of us part two. I'm Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for best action adventure game. Best action game. I'm gonna I'm gonna list them, and we both are just gonna be like, we know the answer. Best action game. Doom Eternal. Hades. Half-Life Alex. Neo 2. Streets of Rage 4. 
Streets of Rage. <laughs> yeah, Streets of Rage <laughs> Four like came out. That's a pull. It seems like a pull, but Streets of Rage Four seems like like. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I had played it. I actually it was on Game Pass. I yeah. Um, that's that just seems weird to have that one in there when you're talking about like Doom and Doom <laughs> and and. Yeah, doom eternal doom. and doom yeah, <laughs> yeah let's just let's just call it what it is it's doom yeah. that's actually getting goes yeah. to doom um i don't have a vr ar setup so i can't really yeah, say best I, vr I want, ar yeah, to alex um, talk once again going like streets of rage 4 against alex right An Oculus adventure <laughs> right okay whatever. um so innovation and accessibility so I don't know enough about what these titles have done in accessibility to really speak to it. But maybe you do. I do not. Um, is Grounded on there? Yes. I would go with, okay. I would probably pick them because it's the first time I've ever seen a game do it. And I'll, I'll tell, say what it is. First time I've ever seen a game do it. And they're catering to people that have um, a phobia. So okay. you can actually switch stuff on, and depending on how phobic you are, and it's um, arachnophobic. So depending on how arachnophobic you are, you can trim down how the spiders look. So you can take it down to where their creepy legs aren't there, so you're just kind of fighting the torso and the head. Okay. Or if it like really messes with you, you can go to the head, or you can take them completely out of the game altogether. Oh, wow. So that, that way you're not... You, you don't have to play with that and have that kind of stressor because they want everybody to be able to enjoy the game. But they know that their game includes a lot of bugs. Literally bugs, not bugs like shitty. Right. But, right, right. So not, not they, Avengers. Have that, they have that option that you can take the, the spiders out of it. That's really cool. I didn't know my that. Son found that. My son found that feature and I was like, what? That's pretty that's, that's second, cool. I was like, cool. Okay, awesome, awesome. That, that's I really think cool. having the link with spiders is actually worse than just taking them all the way out or having them in. I think just pick one. The yeah. Legless ones fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other, whole other phobia. Yeah. I have a phobia of yeah, legless it's a, spiders. It's a, it's a whole different phobia right there. Legless <laughs> phobia, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on from that, we're going to go to best community support. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fall Guys, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. I think it's funny that they put Destiny on fucking community support, but you know, what else? <laughs> what else? It's fine. It's fine. I don't have a pony in that race, so whatever. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to Apex. I think Respawn's done a pretty good, pretty, not great, but pretty good job of um, communicating and keeping with their community on this. So, okay. Uh, best mobile game. You're a mobile oh. game player. Uh, we have Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, Pokemon Cafe Mix. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't want to see an FPS game just because FPS on a cell phone to me is sacrilege. But I don't know. It's just me. I don't know. I don't know what I'd pick in that category. I'd probably go with Among Us. I'd say that's fair. I'd go with Among Us, too. Uh, best Indie, which we love Indies. I do. I'm we sure do love, indies. We love some Indies. Um, Carrion, 
Fall Guys, Hades, Spelunky 2, Spiritfarer. Spelunky is a fun game. Those are fun games. It's like Dig Dog, like right. Big Brother. You know? Yeah. But, um, Carrion was an awesome game. I haven't quite beat it yet. I've gotten most of the upgrades and stuff. I'd have to go with Carrion because the story is pretty well put together. Okay. And there's a, a lot of little mechanics in there that are affected by the size of your parasite thing. Okay, I was about so to say that's the one where you're like with like amoeba parasite thing that's like latching on to stuff. Yeah, yep. you're like eating everybody. It's really awesome. Okay, you're I the bad guy. I don't keep giving it to Fall Guys, but because I know I have a feeling, I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I have it. Hades is gonna be like the winner for me because from what I've yeah. watched, from what I know, I'm like this has me written all over it. So, I'm going to give it to Hades. Okay. Uh, best ongoing game, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. Did they take Warframe out of there? Warframe didn't even get a nomination, bro. That's... That's a shame, right? That's, that's fucked up. That's not even cool. I got some. I got some choice words about that. But I mean, I don't uh, know. I don't know who puts these nominee nominees in. Uh, if it's voted on or or what. But uh, who are you picking? I I gotta go with Apex, man. Yeah. Just because I've played so much of it, like that's yeah. kind of one of my fallback and go tos now. I just I just enjoy playing it for the most part. Um, sometimes I get a little triggered, but that's with any game. Um, yeah. I would give Call of Duty Warzone that, but they have yet to do anything about the massive amount of cheating going on in that game. Aimbots, glitch, glitch hacks, all that stuff. Just They have refused since it's pretty much come out to fix any of it, at least in my mind. It's so prevalent and absurd at this point. I'm just like, you shouldn't get awarded anything for Warzone because you've refused to fix the issues going on in there. Yeah, I, I I would probably actually agree with you on this one with Apex because all the people that I know that play Battle Royale kind of games and stuff like that, they mm-hmm. haven't put Apex down yet. Whether or not they're like avidly playing every day, they still go back to it and play it. So there's there's some kind of drive there. I'll give mm-hmm. you that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next one: Games for Impact. If found, Kentucky Route Zero, Spirit Fair, Tell Me Why. Through the darkest of times. I haven't played any of them. Uh, mine's gonna go to tell me why. That was that was. I didn't get play through it all, but from what I played, I was like, "This is this is pretty cool. It's pretty awesome." Um, it's it's about a brother and sister or sister. It gets yeah, funny because one of them's trans. Because yeah. one of them's trans, so oh. it's again. We'll just go with they. Pardon my ignorance. Because <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the reasons I played it. I was like, I'm not familiar with this subject matter, right? It just in my circle, in my you know my immediate you know space of life, slice of life. I'm not familiar with this, so I wanted to use 
use the game as a way to get kind of educated in a way about mm-hmm. it. And I enjoyed it. Right? From what I, I didn't finish it, like I do most games, I don't I don't get a chance to finish it. Um but it was good storytelling. It was very good to see perspectives, right? So uh, that's why I'll give it to that. Tell me why. Uh, moving on. Best audio design. Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, yeah. Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, Last of Us Part 2. I would probably go with Doom. And Doom. it's just because of the soundtrack, man. The soundtrack, everything about that game is just so visceral. From ripping somebody's face out, breaking somebody's arms, you're like, oh, God. Like, you can so, feel it. Dude, like, it's, oh, so good. it's perfection. Which leads us to the next one. Best score in music. <laughs> Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part Two. Doom Eternal. I'm sorry. I love Mick Gordon. I love Mick Gordon. Such a he is, he is a, a mastermind. <laughs> uh, best art direction: Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and Last of Us Part Two. For me, it's Ori. See that it's it's such a big story on like whites, purples, and blacks. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm trying to think of like all the different colors. I think I'd have to go with Ghost of Tsushima because that game visually is is really stunning. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Um, moving on, scrolling up a little bit, I and mean, we'll just we'll just scroll all the way ahead to the game of the year, the biggest one, <laughs> the one you want our fresh take on. Fresh takes. Game of the year for Fresh Takes Gaming. Here are the nominees. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Doom Eternal. (laughs) Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. Hades. And The Last of Us Part Two. Damn, they're popping up in a lot of cats. Um... You might want to check out Hades, bro. Yeah, no, and I, I, I'm trying to remember it, and I think I kind of do. It's a roguelike. So kind of Dead Cells-ish in a way. Yeah, I keep thinking of Dead Cells as, as what's popping in my head. And I don't know, I'll have to check it out. But I'm not going to go with Final Fantasy for the aforementioned reason. I probably won't pick that. Yep. Um, I haven't played the DLC for Doom yet, so I feel like I could kind of make or break that for me for this list okay um i think my big thing anytime i think about video games in general and best game of the year is just how many people did it bring together how many people did it make their day better or like for escapism reasons or just whatever so i think i'd have to pick animal crossing man bravo good for you bravo man all right because cross platforms you know, it, it's put a lot of smiles in people's faces. And their Doom song with that little, the little puppy girl is hysterical. There you go. All right. <laughs> it's going to be Doom Eternal for me because it puts, <laughs> it put a smile on my face for many hours. 
<laughs> yes. You know, that was my escape. I would rip and tear some demons, and it was good times. Mm-hmm. And the story some was good. It was a good story, man. Horrid. And they they upped the ante with with the platforming in it and the new mechanics. And I was just like, this is. I, some people mm-hmm. didn't like it. They're like, it takes away from Doom. I I thought it was a natural progression. I thought yep. it it felt like it belonged. Um, and I enjoyed it. Like I I I thoroughly enjoyed the platforming uh, throughout that game. Um, and the puzzles and stuff like that to find the power ups and the other little unlockables. Yep. Like I enjoyed that stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I thought it. that was. I thought I, I thought it was good. So for me, Doom Eternal game of the year. Mic drop. <laughs> the one when you're on the planet, like Earth, when you're on Earth in mm-hmm. that, and you're passed by the different uh, hologram statue things. I love yeah. to listen to what that lady had to say. Oh yeah, she was talking so much I junk. Think, it was so hysterical. It's hilarious. Offer yourselves for our new demon host. <laughs> <laughs> so good. No, it's so no. good. It's so good. But yeah, that's what's up. So those are our nominees. We went through the list. Not the full list, but the list that mattered to us. And uh, yeah, let us know what your picks are in the comments below. Or hit us up on Twitter, at FreshTakesPod. Let us know what your picks are for Game of the Year. We'd love to hear it. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to wrap this thing up here. Um, Nick, where can everybody find you? They can find me at the DS Claw. Um, I'm on Twitter, all, like all the stuff. Uh, at, <laughs> at the DS Claw. So, um, hit me up. I'll hit you back as quick as I can. And I'd love to hear your guys' take on the, the games coming out or coming up. Awesome. 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 Well, I'm Evan. You can find me on Twitter at Bubdrum or on Instagram, which I don't use too much at Bubdrum81. But really, you should just be talking to the podcast at Fresh Takes Pod on Twitter and Fresh Takes Gaming on Instagram. Maybe soon a Facebook page. I hate Facebook. <laughs> I don't want to do it, but maybe. And if we do that, we'll let you know. Um, again, Word. thank you guys for listening. <gasps> thank you for watching. The, the, the pup is definitely excited that this show is over. And uh, we're going to close it out. So until next time. That's right. Facebook page. That's right. So until next time, remember, the best game is the game you like to play and how you like to play it. Take care, y'all.